0: Welcome to Tech Breakfast, today's top headlines served hot by your host Aaron Buley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it.
1: What's going on, y'all? It is Friday, August 7th, back with some more tech news. Russ, Tyler, how are you guys doing? So doing well. Good.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Let's get straight into it. It's been a fun week in the news. Uh, I, I'm going to kick this off with an article that I got a good chuckle out of, which is apparently the uh, one of the initial court hearings over the Twitter hacker, uh, the one that we discussed at length earlier this week, um, was Zoom bombed with a Pornhub video. which uh, okay. just the It's very meta to me, which I think is funny, right? Somebody injecting themselves, very hacker-like. There's big, big... Uh, big floating quote signs in my hands there but sort of uh,
2: feels like something you would see in a in a movie about
0: hackers. yes yes i had just the keyboards and streaming code and boom i hacked the the court's zoom session when really it was probably just really poorly protected (laughs) do you think it was somebody he knew that would be awesome
1: so, to catch everyone up, this is the guy this is the guy who um, basically social engineered into Twitter to take control over all of those uh, those accounts to be able to tweet out the cryptocurrency scam. and basically, he's just been hacking
0: and scamming his way all the way up till now. I don't even know. like I don't I feel like it's disingenuous to call him a hacker. Like social engineering and just getting passwords that are poorly kept is not it's. It's not what you Come think on. of when you
2: think of a hacker, <laughs> but it is is definitely one of the biggest aspects of oh, for the sure. hacking industry. One hundred percent.
0: It's just it like it, there's a there's this focus and some of it's just semantics, right? Like you call them a hacker, and, and I for me it brings back you know the old school twenty six hundred like phone spoofing stuff and all of the craziness that used to happen, but it required quite a bit of sort of technical understanding of the systems. In this case, it's just social engineering, getting people to let go of passwords usually, but account access. And then of course Twitter's failings on the back end to not do a better job of keeping doors locked within their system. So the folks that he was able to gather access from gave him incredible power inside the system. But it, it wasn't super technically ingenious. It was just assuming control and then being a douchebag did did y'all see kind of how he did it like what his story was just basically some of he
2: it. was just claiming to be the it department and everyone, <laughs> yeah and just, that was it i mean it was that simple he's like hey so twitter it um i need everything and they're like cool yeah. yeah you're the it department you so got it buddy that were you fine. not
1: on that episode we talked about this oh, no, a couple episodes ago Oh, okay. Yeah. I it's just, just crazy. But yeah. He just called in and said, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm down in the basement in Twitter, you know, it, and they're the like, basement. Oh yeah, here's, here's the keys to the kingdom. <laughs>
0: that is where the IT guys uh, live.
1: I trust you. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, hopefully that's the last we hear of, of all that junk and that dude, uh, be. but no, getting tried as an adult, finally, he's probably
0: going to be an adult by the time he's actually held accountable for anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, U.S. to ban transactions with not only TikTok, but WeChat. We talked a little mm-hmm. bit about WeChat as well before it showed up here.
0: There's a yeah. lot on uh, this stuff. A little
1: premonition on that, but uh, in 45 days. So, yep. so that the was announced. So executive order
0: was signed. Yeah. So it is officially rolling. They have 45 days to do something. And then uh, this is neat because I was reading into it a little bit. Um, they have 45 days to transact. Or they can't do business in the United States, which means they could not sell those entities. So they have a very short timeline to get the stuff in order. And if they're going to collect money from a Microsoft or something like that, they got to do it fast. Wow. Yeah.
1: No pressure, Satya. And uh, yeah, uh, and I the saw the TikTok.
2: The- um, I guess CEO is planning on suing the Trump administration.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Over this, but I, so- it, of course. I mean. It, not having legal action over something because what at Beale, you were talking about it just a minute ago, but financial ramifications of this, to uh, um, I just forgot the name, the something by dance, yeah, by dance. By, by yeah, dance. By dance. Yes.
1: Ten well, Tencent is the is the um, you know, kind of umbrella, of the holding mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. over all of that. And then whenever Trump announced this he, late yesterday, wait, um, Tencent so the, the Friday, is? yeah, so the Friday Chinese market. Um, so what what they've already gone through, right? Because uh, they're ahead of us. over there? Uh, their stocks lost more than seventy five billion future. dollars in. Yeah, cool. lost more than seventy five billion dollars in valuation on Friday.
0: That's when, uh, insane. That, yeah. That's insane. The, Anyways, uh, like, of course, they're going to get sued. When you, I, they will sue literally everyone they can that they might be able to recoup any of this loss from or slow it down. Oh, that's that they, because
2: they, of WeChat because Tencent. Yeah, yeah, WeChat is um. Yeah. Sorry. Bite Dance. Yeah. You know, okay. TikTok, I was gonna say. I'm like Tencent, that because Tencent is. I know Tencent well because they are a holder. Um, like for instance, they own Riot Games, who mm-hmm. uh, I didn't who know runs that. League oh, of Legends, no, which is the that. largest game in the world, um, largest e sport in the world, and it's, and they also own it. Valorant on a CD. comparatively. So I mean, that that's big. If he's gonna start, you know. Obviously, going after WeChat or any other, it just—I'm actually just googled Tencent here just to see what else was going on. It said Tencent just became Trump's new target in the tech war with China. Tencent Ooh. is a much bigger deal than ByteDance. Oh, well, for sure, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, well, that, we talked about
1: that as well. was a whole WeChat conversation, right? Right. Yeah. It it runs everything.
0: Well, everything and, and think about that too. Think the, the think about the China. number of people that. Communicate with family, friends, business counterparts through WeChat in the United States as well. Like this, this, and we 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 talked about this earlier this week, and I'm sure we yep. brought it up in the past. But this this sets a really interesting precedent. Weird weird stuff is going to happen as a result of this. This this seems to me like one of the biggest, boldest. We're going to stop letting you do business here. There are immediate and profound financial ramifications for that. That done. I don't know, and this it is feels, like anymore, no, it exactly. feels like we're not playing around anymore. No, exactly. And and I'm, you know, it's interesting thinking through this because I don't know, off the top of my head, what U.S. owned and operated entities are huge in China, right? And I'm not sure there are a lot of them, right? I think Apple's like, probably the biggest. Right, yeah. so Apple and Google—they obviously compete there. Any U.S. company I, that has a large brand, I'm sure they have billions of dollars in that does, market, but they—they they don't either? own. That, right? Well, they, they did for a long time. For uh, I know for the I know Facebook advertising doesn't. Business. I just
2: didn't know if, if Google did. Yeah, just, uh, they did for a long time
0: because I remember them showing up in the news a lot about the you know the Great Firewall and stuff like that, and some of the issues mm-hmm. that they were having with privacy. But my my point being, um. Apparently, TikTok is, is you're talking about hundreds of millions there. And then the WeChat side of it, how many, what was the, was it 65 billion or 45 billion? That's, yeah, f- for, that's well, massive.
1: Yeah, 45 billion on the ByteDance side, another yeah. uh, 30 billion on oh, there you the go. Tencent side. So, so that's,
0: that's $100 billion in valuations, is, which is what they were attributing in value to those companies for operations in the United States. Slash, I'm sure there's... Total. I thought you said forty-five oh, you plus didn't. thirty. You said forty-five and thirty. Sorry, my bad. Uh, oh, I, bad. I had sixty-five still in my head. But but that that number implies that there was a lot of either business already happening or expected future transactions. I don't know what China's response can or would be like a tit for tat if they just ban Google as an example to bring it back up. What is the financial ramification yeah, Google of Google's already blocked?
2: It's banned in China. Well, there you uh, go. I'm just so checking it, uh, they, I, I, they they have various other things. It sounds like their services range from hardware manufacturing, uh, which seems obvious, sure. uh, as well as uh, potentially some cloud services that obviously live within just the confines of of China itself. So, but they're, they're, they they apparently fought a battle there two years ago and and lost. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. So, so I remember a lot of that back and forth and and I feel like it, this is actually the point I was trying to make, but I didn't have my thoughts organized enough and I don't have the knowledge of when things happened, but there isn't an easy application or company for China just to say, you're out. That would have the same financial impact as what just happened to ByteDance, Tencent and TikTok. That's a like massive there's... shot and we're there, there's not an easy eye
2: to poke. I, well, I don't think that we have the same. So I think you know, a lot of our larger, you know, our big four or five tech firms or whatever it is, I actually think that other than Apple, because Apple has a, a decent market over there, uh, there's, there's maybe more. Their business is not centered around China. They've tried to figure out China for years. But I do right. think there are other businesses maybe that are less relevant to the two sure. of you and probably more relevant to me. As far as it relates to worldwide gaming population, mm-hmm. um, sure. that that do have like Tencent and their, you know their ownership <clears throat> of various entities. Granted, most of these entities operate you know independently, but they are the funding arm behind them. Uh, that they could potentially have some, there could be some ramifications there. Like I know oh, for sure. one, like Blizzard Entertainment operates inside of China. In fact, there's a lot of. Americans who don't like Blizzard now because of the way <clears throat> they handled a, an issue. Whenever there was all those that political unrest going on yeah. in Hong Kong, they had uh, one one Chinese or or maybe Japanese. I'm not real sure. Um, competitor made a comment about mm-hmm. freeing Hong Kong on a Blizzard stream whenever they were doing a StarCraft tournament. I read about this. He then was kicked out of the professional league and lost like six hundred thousand yeah. dollars in prize winning, and it, it became right. this huge issue from American standpoint of did an American company really just do yeah. this in order to support the Chinese government?
1: Dude, look at look at the NBA. I mean, we could we could get on the same
2: NBA game. was in in the exact same scenario. The then and
1: constantly up. shutting down anything that that is uh, that's that's bringing that stuff up.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I think we have entities over there like that that, they, that sure. the Chinese government could could definitely affect in a similar manner to what you know.
0: I, I, but that's where I was curious. I feel like I feel like no question the amount of business that's being owned and operated out of China in that case, and the the represented you know future value of that business is equal or larger potentially even. But what I was saying is that I think there would have to be a lot more spread. In what was being banned as sort of a countermeasure to have the same immediate impact. It's interesting how devastating those two applications were in the United States to the Chinese market. I feel like there's a lot more spread that would have to happen for a response. You know, it just occurred to me though. What about Microsoft? Yeah, I don't know Hmm. what. I yeah. I would guess I that Microsoft has that's a, a phenomenal amount of Chinese business just yeah. because of who they are from an operating system perspective. Just Office, so Office that, and Windows. Office yeah. and Windows, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That, well, that hey, might me, be the
0: answer right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, well, and then you bring that up, and guess who's looking to buy TikTok? Right? Oh, of course, it's Microsoft. And it's not only just the so initially the conversation was the U.S. operations. And now Microsoft is coming out saying, "Look, we're going to buy the uh, the Europe and India operations of this as yeah. well. Well, so it that, could be almost- TikTok global minus the Chinese market.
2: So I can or actually, and I can I can put this into some perspective on Microsoft in China. China makes up a whopping 1.8 percent of its global
0: revenue." That's oh, okay. such a small percentage. That's, that's I mean, but that's also a lot. Uh, what, I is, mean, what is what is one point eight percent of their global revenue is probably quite a quite a few. Billion. Yeah, but you would expect. I, it. I mean, that's not significant.
2: You know, yeah, I, no, think, no, no, I think the thing you have to realize operations. is two things: you can find a lot of Microsoft software in China, uh, and even in Chinese government institutions, it's a lot harder to find Microsoft software in China that has been paid for.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a good and, point.
2: And two, like the primary computing platform in China is your phone. It's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most people use phones. They don't use a lot of just traditional computers. So that's, you know, I, once again, another major American tech company that I really don't think has a significant amount to lose from China. I think it's going to be other areas of business that aren't directly related to things like it's at least it's not a comparable thing that's running in China from us as to Mm -hmm. what TikTok is here. Kind of like what you're saying, Tyler, I think their real avenue is probably going to be to hurt realistically, American consumers by doing something against manufacturing. But then they have to to figure out how much they're going to hurt themselves. Oh, absolutely. So I I mean, I I honestly think we hold more of the leverage here, but there's probably things that is they that they have that we don't know about that they could potentially yeah. make moves on you I, know what i mean it's, it's just an interesting was, perspective
0: this has been heating up for a while obviously the the tariff stuff started you know years ago now uh mostly with the trump administration but even before that the obama administration and china have always been you know sort of toe to toe and sort of pushing back and it, i remember a lot of conversations about currency manipulation back in the obama era but um It's actually really interesting to look at this from like a geopolitical perspective, because it it does on the surface look like the US holds a lot of cards. It's hard not to take a step back and say, there's going to be a lot of ugly fallout from this. I mean, even just the little things like if TikTok isn't transacted and someone can't buy their business in the United States, it will evaporate overnight. And maybe that's only 2000 jobs and some creators, but there's something like a hundred million users of TikTok in the United States right now, which feels like it came up overnight, but that, that has, I won't say a profound impact. Some people I'm sure are, are just sort of dedicated to that platform, but um, we're going to notice this battle playing out more than I agree. I just, where soy I think, goes.
2: I think it's interesting because <clears throat> in some respects, and, and I don't know that this is a, is a good thing because we are not China, obviously. <laughs> But every time I look up something here that says this company is not there, this company is not there, China blocks this, China stops this. All it says Mm -hmm. to me is Trump or whoever's behind all of this stuff is is explicitly providing China some of its own medicine in regards to control of content in its own country. They're just saying, we don't want you operating here because we don't trust you, whereas China straight up doesn't allow a lot of things in their country because they want to control the spread of information. Yeah. It's not even about trying to protect citizens from like no. theft of data. It's it's, it's protecting sure the government from things. Citizens. Exactly. 100%. And so I don't know, it just seems like this is China not being able to to handle a little bit of what they do themselves is,
1: is the yeah. way I'm, I'm reading
2: yeah. this. I, okay. And I think hey, that's a fair hey, shape. I'm going to, so. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to tap out on this topic. Um, let's, let's take the next <laughs> maybe 10 minutes that we have and t-
0: touch on all the rest of the things that we want to talk about. Oh, no, we got more than 10 minutes, but that is a good point. I mean, there's a lot to go into that. I, I would, like, this is another one of those topics where, I think it's really easy to have an opinion about it and and walk through it but i would love to talk to somebody that understands sort of that global landscape a little bit better so if there's an expert out there that really kind of understands how china and the united states are going to sort of play out this sort of digital business war if you will um i would love to have you on the show to to pick your brain and and have a, a back and forth so if you're listening that'd be awesome yes
1: hit us up okay um this was something we were talking about before the show. Uh Tyler, you mentioned as well the the 20 gigs of Intel source code leak. So once again, it's another day, it's another leak. And yeah. I gosh, I felt bad for Intel. I mean, we've we've beat them up a little bit on the podcast they lately. They're getting hammered with the 7 nanometer challenges and looking to offload manufacturing and then other manufacturers saying nope. Um and now so, so did you look into this? What what got leaked? How did it what happened?
0: Uh, I didn't they get finished reading yet. that article, but um, one of my first thoughts about this, because uh, I'll try to um, skim it a little bit more as we're getting into it, was, uh, you know, we, we beat up on a lot of companies for the leaks that happen. And we talk about how there's just fatigue for seeing these leaks. And then the ramifications on the backside never seem to really be equivalent to the risk associated with the users. It's almost like a disregard for the protection side. And then, and then you know basically there is no, I'm sorry. Or if there is, it's just, Hey, we lost your data. Sorry about that later. Um, what What's curious about this is that it also highlights how often very, you know, money sensitive things that should be secure to a company and that would be in their best interest, even beyond you as a user's personal data also gets leaked. Like, Intel's source code is not something Intel would ever want. If, if there's anything they're going to lock in a box and do everything they can to protect, it's that kind of IP, and they couldn't protect it. So... Let's
1: it, see here. Here's a list. Uh, so it says most of the things here have not been published anywhere before and are classified whoa. as confidential under NDA or Intel restricted secret. Jeez. Oh, they said some Jeez. of the contents include... Um, looks like guides, tooling, samples for various platforms, uh reference code, sample code and Yeah, and it's not all old code. stuff
0: either. It looks like it it's actually some of it is um tied to Tiger Lake, which is the upcoming CPU platform releases. Yeah. So this isn't One all like just old kit, stuff, oh, wow. stuff.
2: Man, this is just this it's this silicon this reminds source of of People saying Man. that like stuff like this can't happen to me. You know, it's uh, I, you'll talk to customers about security stuff and, and I'm not a security expert, but I see many of them will kind of scoff at like, well, we don't need to do that. Like no one's trying to get our stuff. It's like, ah, this can happen to anyone. And, and, and who knows, Absolutely. for all we know, Intel has spent a significant amount of their, you know, expertise. I mean, heck they, at least at one point in time owned a security company, I don't know if they still do or not. And yet this still happened. It's just amazing that, with security, I always feel like we're I say this all the time. I feel like we're one step behind all the time. And it's all about remediation after the fact. But this is just like you said, this these leaks happen day oh, no. in and day out yeah. on this the, stuff. Like, how do we how do we fix this? Okay. This yeah, so goes
1: on here. Just oh a couple of big ones. Debugging tools, uh binaries for camera drivers, Intel made for SpaceX. Um what was the other? There was another fairly large one here that I saw.
0: Oh man. This, okay. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. Listen to this. So, so here's a here's a chunk of um, an Ars Technica article. Again, love Ars Technica for this kind of stuff. The detail is always phenomenal. They're just good at reporting on this stuff. Um, so there's an interview, and they were talking to the source, and the source just said they have a server hosted online by a commie CDN that wasn't properly secured. After an internet-wide Nmap scan, I found a target port open, which comes up a lot in security conversations. If you if you work in the industry, I'm sure most of you are familiar with that, but just being able to tell what systems have what ports open and why, and then being able to map out how applications actually communicate with each other, because that's a big issue today. Um, they basically, He uh, went through a list of 370 possible open servers based on the details um, with, a, with a script. And then he used a Python script uh, to probe different aspects of that server, including username defaults and unsecure file folder access. And most of the folders were just lying open, or you could guess the name of them. Then once you were in the folder, you could you could actually use root uh, to find other folders you didn't know the name of. Oh and then gosh. due to other misconfigurations, he was able to masquerade as any of their employees and oh make gosh. his own user. And, oh. then, and then like- And make his own user? I, yes, and icing on the cake, the zip files that he found that were password protected, most of them used the password Intel123 or lowercase Intel oh, one, two, three, my gosh. it was just a series of totally preventable stuff. Oh my gosh. Ah! <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's terrible. A,
2: that's a bad look on top of a whole bunch of other bad looks for Intel recently.
0: Oh, geez. Woo.
1: Okay. Um, all yeah, right, let's move on. But again, the request, somebody from the security industry, cause this is just us being nerds and talking oh, you know about what? this and, and constantly seeing this issue. But, Please somebody come talk. To us. Uh
0: We. Oh yeah. I need to line. I need to line a guest up. I. I. Yes. I am remiss on setting the date, but um. Yeah, we we got uh, somebody that wants to come on and chat. Yes, so I was starting get to get. Up. I was we'll like next is, week. Is, are got people it.
1: either like afraid to come on the show? No, you know, or that one's all. Nobody feels like they know what to.
2: I can bring on our entire security team if you
0: want. I mean,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody come give us some opinions on. Um,
0: no, we got at least one. And then Bob Plankers, if you're listening, I know you got opinions, man. And knowledge. Come hot drop it.
1: All right. Let's move on here. What's the next thing in here? Uh, Smartphone manufacturer update here? Somebody just become the new number one?
0: New number one, Huawei. That one is a couple days old now. Um, But yeah, Huawei during this COVID-19 period actually uh, surpassed Samsung by a couple percentage points too, which I thought was pretty interesting.
2: And a couple percentage points is a lot of dollars yeah. in, this, in this industry. Let's see. It's pretty crazy. A lot of people right, probably so don't Shipman even think million. of them as a smartphone manufacturer, and yet they're number one in the world. I guarantee yeah. if you ask most people in America, they'd be like, oh, well, it's Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple, That's Apple what we talked about
1: with their, the, um, yeah, the, the congressional hearings too. Yeah. Like, why is Apple here? Uh, but Huawei had, uh, so in Q2... They shipped 55.8 million phones, Samsung 53.7, Apple 45.1. if you look at the growth rates, yeah, Apple's that's actually, actually the only one with positive. a positive annual growth rate. Huawei's and a lot positive too. Down, yeah. Huawei's down 5%. Samsung's down 30%. And that's, Apple's that's up 25 That's
2: the 25%. key is, is Samsung being down. Like that's, yeah. that's yeah. how they got overtaken. That's what they did it. Right. Yep.
0: Down 30%. Yeah. Which is interesting because so. I, I you know I use Samsung devices just because they tend to be, uh, I, in I guess uh, the easiest way to say it is some of the more premium uh, Android devices and uh, from a hardware I, perspective I, they're hard yeah to beat. yeah 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 hardware exactly um they've they've got their issues they all do but um I even though I am a Samsung Android user I have seen little reason to upgrade my device until it stops working um I. Yeah. I just don't need it. And sure. I, I think there's a lot of that going on, especially... Uh, especially
2: as the prices increase. increased. I mean, the new exactly. Note 20 and Note 20 Plus released. The cheap version, the Note yeah. 20, which by the way, is a compromise over the Note 20 Plus relatively <laughs> considerably, is $1,000. And then the Note 20 Plus, which is like the one you'd probably want to get if you're investing in a Note, is like three 1400 or, or something like that. I mean, you're going to keep these
0: phones for a pretty long time. If you're paying 1400 bucks for them.
1: these, you should, there's more in these numbers. Let me, let me just pull Unless out. A it's few an Apple things.
0: device and then they're going to artificially make it crap early.
1: Burn um, two, two of the things to call <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two of the things to call out. Um, so Q2 of last year of 2019, um, 2019, we miss you by the way. we miss Yes, you. we do. Please <laughs> come back. <laughs> um, so Samsung again, I said fifty three million uh, phone shipments in Q two this year. They had seventy, just shy of seventy seven million the year prior, which is Jeez. why that thirty percent drop. But even still, okay. So Huawei overtook number one. Their market share though is less than twenty percent. They're at nineteen point six percent. Samsung's at eighteen point nine. Apple's at fifteen point eight percent. Global phone market, 15% for Apple. Right. So there's a, right? there's so a lot just of phone manufacturers that, out there. Put some of that in perspective. And that's that's after that's after a twenty-five percent year on year growth, which is massive, right? Q two of the previous year they did 36 million, and that brought them up to 15%, which is again, I think that would surprise a lot of people, especially yeah, in the US. It
2: it it really would. And, and you know, they're doing a lot of things. I mean, but all these you know, Google and uh Apple have been taking ideas from each other for a long time. But there's been a few distinct things that moving from Android to Apple are just it's just really difficult. And in iOS in the last probably two years has made a lot of changes that that are maybe I guess adopting some of the things that make Android very popular. Things like an app drawer. Um, they're 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 constantly working to improve their notification system, which is just dramatically better on Android. And mm-hmm. so they're, they're doing a lot of things that that are adopting the framework from Android that makes Android popular. So if you do that, and then you want your friends to stop yelling you yelling at you about not having iMessage, now people will <laughs> will finally like start moving from seen. Android to Apple. So
0: vice <laughs> yeah, so,
1: seen. <laughs> I see. There's people I don't want to text because they're not on iMessage. Like, yeah, I'm not texting that person. I'm not. It's going to be you. green. Which, which is <laughs> in,
2: in, what's amazing is, is like from my perspective, the whole iMessage aspect is actually a problem. Like, it I don't is care. Super about, irritating. It's it, the, the like it, there needs to be a more like interoperability. People need to adopt Yes, RCS needs to come through and and all sorts of stuff, but Apple just doesn't want to let it. So like everyone's like, no, you need to be like Apple. And it's like, no, you are wrong. No,
0: Apple needs to be be like everyone else. else. (laughs) Literally any other app platform. It's data.
1: Fix it. God, I get angry
0: about that. Let's
1: (laughs) move on. I'm running out of time here. Got a big call coming up here in just a minute. (laughs) No,
0: you don't.
1: Yeah, I do. Bigger than TBP? Bigger than, well, gosh, I don't know. Is anything as big as TBP? Okay. No. Russ, you're up on the next one. Dr. Yes. Disrespect yes. returns to streaming. Whoa, oh, no. I, the,
2: there's only one thing that's important here, fellas. Um, but I'll say two things. One is he's 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 starting really today. And uh, it's I think he's going to be on YouTube. But he's going to be on a mix of different platforms. So It's like YouTube, Facebook, his own website. He's not committing to one streaming platform which is Good. very interoperability Still is a interoperability that, Oh, see look that at has, coming up again. <laughs> that has not happened. I mean, most of these other streamers are taking these deals to you know be exclusively be on one platform, so he's choosing to not do that maybe after being burned by one platform, he's trying to diversify. Sure. But here's the most interesting thing. So yesterday for about an hour, um, maybe longer, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. There was a he he actually opened his stream <clears throat> for the first time on YouTube. And it was basically a stress test. It, it was a it was a s- still image that was just sitting there on his stream with nothing happening. No sound. He wasn't on there in any way, shape, or form. And he had over 350,000 people to in oh, for like goodness. an hour or two wow. to just see his splash screen. That's insane. So you want to talk about making a statement? That's that insane. was a statement yes not Uh, only i mean if you think about this here's the thing so people when they move from twitch yes i'm sorry to interrupt
1: you but i'm thinking about like massive sport events or huge concerts or things like that that don't even get they don't come close to that
0: i know that is impressive i mean that's that's yeah what we're doing this wrong i knew (laughs) i should have playing halo uh so (laughs) here's here's the
2: thing man um most other people, so Ninja, who's by far the most popular streamer in the world, it's not even close as far as like the numbers he's had over the past few years. He, when he moved to Mixer, which was Microsoft's platform that recently got shut down, which we all knew went, wasn't going to work out. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was go- he went from having you know a hundred thousand people on average probably watching him on Twitch to a few of his streams had like eight hundred people. So wow. the platform clearly matters unless you're Dr. Disrespect. Yeah. And, 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 what I, and, and, and I think the biggest reason for that, here's the thing. I, I like Dr. Disrespect's persona. We've talked about this before, but I don't really watch individual streamers. But because of the the drama going on with Twitch and people still not knowing, I am interested in seeing him return because you know, outside looking in, I feel like he was wronged and we don't know the details. So maybe I'll end so up being... So we still don't.
1: We still, have no we idea still
2: don't. In, in, it Probably because there's going to be litigation around this, right? So there's we'll know more later on. And maybe he turns out to be the worst person in the world. I don't know. And then people will hate him. But for the moment, it really looks like he was wronged because he was given zero indication as to why he was being banned by the Twitch platform. Hmm. Twitch just decided to do it one day. And, and so somebody
1: maybe accused. Him? Well, whatever. We didn't have to get him in. We don't,
2: case don't case know. There's been yeah. there has been uh so he's and people may or may not know this, but he cheated on his wife. Everyone knows that. He, they, they worked through that whole thing, whatever else his, his wife forgave him, etc. And so, like, Don't his it, wife folks. came out and said, you know, I support my husband. There's nothing that we know about that's come out that's that's been problematic. So, like, that, that whole side of it, which was happening to a lot of people, by the way, people coming out and saying really bad things, you know, bad conduct from various streamers was going on when this whole thing happened. So people sort of assumed it was around something like that. But then his wife came out and and immediately was like, you know, we don't know anything that's gone on or whatever this might be. We genuinely don't know what the issue is. I support my husband. So uh, Hmm. it, it is interesting because you would have immediately thought there was something going on in that manner. But, they genuinely it as far as we can tell didn't know why they were banned and i and i feel like that's just unreasonable and so that's why i think this is bigger than it has been in the past and it could literally i think this could be the move that saves or springboards some streaming platforms that are not named twitch Uh, which would be ironic considering twitch is the one who started it
1: yeah okay we're, we're running out of time here we got like three or four minutes left uh, Let me see if you have any comments on the headline here Apple confirms cloud gaming services like Xcloud and stadia violate App Store guidelines any comment or pass uh,
2: My one comment is is that uh, Apple needs to figure this stuff out because that's only one of probably 15 or 20 different stories I saw around, uh, Apple's app store guidelines being a problem for major services, making it onto the platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just feel like this is starting to get a little ridiculous that they won't let certain things get on there. Like just stadia and X cloud game, game streaming is, is going to be a big thing. And, you know, I think, this is something that Apple should be supporting. Now, maybe they're going to come out with their own service. We don't know. But I, I feel like Facebook's having issues with this right now. I mean, there's a lot of different people who are, are companies having issues with uh, with Apple's App Store policies right now, which I don't know. Maybe it seems as though I want them to be able to run their business the way they want to run it. But this is starting to get a little, a little silly with how many people are coming out stating they have issues with it.
1: Yeah. And then there's the Facebook one too, right? They were slamming Apple's app store policies and apparently they're launching Facebook gaming on iOS <laughs> With, without, without any without games. games. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I mean,
0: that's smart. It's, it's just crazy.
2: Um, and I assume this kind of comes down to the, the way you purchase things like meaning that Apple does not allow you to do in app purchases. Whereas, you know, XCloud and stadia and all these, these services, uh, they they allow you to purchase stuff within the application. Uh, at least on Android, they do. Like yeah. so I have I have Stadia right. and XCloud. I can I can access both of them, um, and so it's just interesting to see that coming to fruition. Especially because XCloud is largely going to be um, a subscription service, and it actually was running on Apple, and they had to shut the service down. Mm. So it was already running, and people were leveraging the beta and testing it out, and they had to shut the service down because of. Uh, some, some conflicts with Apple, which is, which is pretty crazy.
1: Okay. Getting down to the wire here. Here's another one. Uh, so the biggest announcements from Samsung's 2020 unpacked event, I guess you guys dropped a link in there. Let me make my comment first. The only thing I saw. Um, so I follow MKBHD, which I think you all should go follow uh, jump on um, that on Twitter at MKBHD. HD. Anyway, um, Mr. Brownlee was apparently watching this and, tweeted about how high the cringe level was and then shortly like right after this and i was reading a little bit about it uh, i guess it's controlled out of the i want to say the korean office mm-hmm. does it and records it and produces it and I, and i guess they're just like it had a weird teleprompter feel and all this kind of stuff as soon as he tweets this out sam's the event shows a video of him Reviewing a phone or something like that. And he's like, touche. <laughs> <laughs> <It likes Twitter laughs> and it puts him on the video. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. That that's all I that, knew about the awesome. event. That's other pretty than funny. Also, there was another leak right before this. That, that was the other thing we saw before this even happened that a lot of the announcements uh, had gotten leaked out a couple days prior. So, yeah, Which don't is, need to quit uh, really ruining normal. stuff. Quit ruining yeah. stuff. Save the surprise for people. Come on. Yeah. yeah
2: most of the stuff it? was leaked. And they were pretty accurate.
1: So uh, was there anything major? Anything? Um, I mean, as a non—I don't Samsung think there was
2: anything either. major that we didn't know about. I think most people talked m- about the the Z Fold two, uh, which is the the second folding phone. Yeah. From-
1: How do y'all feel about folding
0: phones? I, think I genuinely silly.
2: don't care about them. Not Me. at all. <laughs> like it's not stupid even stupid. a little bit.
0: That's it. that is not. This is why Samsung's not going to get a ton of my money sooner than later because that is not a feature I care about one iota. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah.
2: I mean and, and the, the marquee headlines here are the Note 20 and the Note 20 Ultra and and they know that but there are some people that are that bought the first folding phone and they're going to buy the second one you know just I'm is sure. what it is hey i uh, I'm not galaxy saying, don't, buds
0: chase it but
2: uh i think were the the not really the biggest announcement but they're the most popular one meaning they there were surveys done that the Galaxy Buds were the thing that most people were going to run out and buy hmm. um, so that was interesting to see and then you know a uh, a thinner more expensive watch you know was released which i still think that yeah and i didn't didn't have a lot of features to
0: run after did it which is too bad because i've been waiting for a good you know android wear or you know alternative and uh it really just hasn't happened which is a pity because it was it was there was so much buzz and excitement about wearables for a little while and then it just dropped off the face of the earth uh which is i don't know that they could not figure out the right way to package it so that it was compelling and attractive and functioned as expected, which I feel like Apple managed to do. And it, I just don't think it's that long of a list of things, right? Yeah. Like, make I, it smaller. I see,
1: yeah, <laughs> I did. I mean, if I was looking at an accurate photo, because a lot of times on these news articles, you, sometimes they post, a, like, here's just a picture of a watch and it has nothing to do with... The one that <laughs> here's used, here's right? a watch. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, anyway... What, I'm going to run off on a tangent on that, but bring it back. Uh, it, the one that they, the, p- the picture they posted was pretty cool. Uh, I, I actually like the look of it. The, the all black, um, anyway, whatever. But, uh, they did mention that there was going to be blood oxygen monitoring, I guess, in it as well, which seemed That's cool. cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and, and coming
2: to look at it, right? I think, I think it's they're an area, area that they don't own. Like they don't, yeah. they don't play in very well compared to much like the tablet space, which was ironically another. All right. We got to shut it I down. Announce,
0: yeah. Yeah. I got to jump. Or
1: you guys. You guys, no, you want no, to that's good. I gotta know. jump too. No, we
0: all gotta yep. go. All right, that, shut it down. Rapid shutdown. Rapid shut down. No, thanks everybody for joining us. This brings another episode of Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. We had a great time. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing, and we'll catch you next week with some new tech news.